Welcome back to Life at Hobridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out what it's really like there. Every week we'll be talking to members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. Now in this episode we're back talking to headmaster Chris Webster. Chris is about to update us on what's been happening at school over the last few months, how things are going with the expansion to year 11, and how he's hoping the school will be different by the end of this academic year. But we also find out what Chris got up to during the summer holidays. What does a headmaster actually do when not in school? So come with me now as we speak to the headmaster of Hobridge, it's Chris Webster. Chris, thank you for being here. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you today? Very well, thank you. No, it's good to see you again. And um, no, very excited to be doing yet another podcast for, for the school. Well, it's great to talk to you. We're recording this at lunchtime on a Friday. Tell me how your week's been. Has it been a, a fairly typical week at Hobridge? No, would be the, would be the simple answer to that. Um, I mean, again, every week here at Hobridge is different, uh, which is fantastic. We've had a traffic survey this week. Uh, we've had a McMillan coffee morning this morning, cake sale with the children this afternoon. Yeah, that's just to, to name just a few of the things that have been happening this week. But it's it's been a very busy week, which is which is great. Um, and it doesn't end this afternoon. We've got a colour run tomorrow, uh, which involves lots of our families. And then on Sunday, we've got a swimathon. Um, so I think we'll, we'll get to Sunday afternoon r- very much ready for a bit of a break, a uh, few hours off, and then we go again Monday morning. So no, e- exciting times. I love the way that every week seems to be very, very different at Hobridge, and uh, clearly that's a part of your job that you tend to enjoy as well. Now, we're recording this online, of course, and I'd love to understand a little bit more about where you are in the school building right now. As you look around and if there's a window near you, what, what do you see around just so that people listening to this can get a feeling for where you are right now? It's a really good question because if I, I feel, if I look to my left, there is basically the, the, the front of the school. So there's wonderful trees, plants, a real garden feeling to the, to the front of the school. Um, a lot of the old buildings in regards to the 17th century sort of mansion house effect and some of the, the traditional buildings that were around back then when it was first brought into uh, King Charles II's realm, if you like. Uh, to my right looking through a door window out towards the the expanse of uh, natural countryside we have uh, where our games fields are, the river that runs through the middle of the estate, uh, the pond. So that is a beautiful view, but a little bit more spacious. Behind me is a class going on at the moment. So Mrs. Hodgkiss is in there with a year six English class and they're working very hard and being very quiet, very good. Uh, and then to the front of me here, I can't see it, but is the the main mansion house staircase, which uh, obviously we've done a lot of work on over the last couple of years, is is looking amazing at the moment. But it's yeah, that's that's the most traditional uh, old part of the of the school building. So yeah, it's it's quite a, a selection of different things happening around me at the moment. And it's good to know that Mrs. Hodgkiss is right next to you, or in the next room to you, because I think she was on a previous podcast episode as well. So uh, she, she's kind of featuring in this one here a little bit right now. Wouldn't be surprised if the door goes and she pops in just to say a few words because she does love a good podcast. So, <laughs> Excellent. Now, Chris, it's been a while since you l- recorded the last podcast episode and, and I'm sure that quite a bit has happened in school in general. Tell us about some of the exciting things happening at Hobridge since the beginning of the last summer term, say. Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously the summer term was, was typically uh, an amazing time of the year with lots of experiences 
happening and, and lots of children taking and making the most of those opportunities. I think since then, and obviously during that time, we're always thinking about sort of pupil numbers and what's the school going to look like in September. So a lot of hard work was done there in relation to finalising lots of uh, wonderful families uh, who have joined us throughout the year groups from pre-prep to prep. Um, I think we've all been particularly pleased with the increased number of girls uh, that we have now in the school, making a significant difference within the community. Um, and, and particularly, I think, as we look to strengthen moving forwards, that has been a real significant uh, development and increase in that, in that regard. To put that in perspective, um, year seven this year has got five girls, uh, which is amazing. That's the largest number we've had in year seven. And that's an effort that has been based in the last four years, really, through COVID of me trying to increase the numbers in that area, which is, is an, an important part of the school's development with regards to being co-educational. Um, and that's going to move towards hopefully 30 children, 30 girls, sorry, um, in year seven uh, in 2023, if we hit our strategic targets. So that, that in itself has been, been really uh, interesting and, and a real plus point um, since, since the summer. Um, over the summer, we've completed lots of different uh, refurbishments and developments throughout the school. Um, a new prep staff room, which looks absolutely amazing. Lots of uh, work gone into this, a staff workroom, which has got numerous computers and all the latest stuff, uh, enabling the teachers to, to prepare lessons and really think about the future of the school. In, in pre-prep, they, they've had some uh, learning walls that have been put in place over the course of the last couple of years. Um, and, and this year it was a turn of, of reception in, in their classrooms there. So that, that's been fantastic. And then, yeah, 11 plus common entrance results uh, and 11 plus sort of conclusions to their school time, moving into year seven and eight or moving on to, to their senior schools has been a really exciting part of, of, of what the school has been through. Lots of very good results, lots of very good children staying with us or, or moving on to new schools with lots of good experiences. Um, I, I suppose in the summer as well, we looked at the CYE trip uh, with the year sixes, uh, water-based outdoor activities for a week, which was, which was brilliant. Um, they went for a three-day cultural trip. There was uh, a design and technology trip to France, five days of children being in France in another year group with regards to improving their language and understanding of the French culture. So lots of things going on there with regards to trips. I suppose we'll, we'll touch on the senior school and the fact that lots of things moving forward there at a great pace. Uh, lots of hard work, I think, behind the scenes, um, which has been you know, very, very positive in all areas. Um, we've just released to parents some proposals um, in relation to what the, the, the building will look like and the development of that area will look like. And we look to do some more of that during the course of the next few months. Uh, but that has led to increased numbers of, of families looking at Hobridge for the senior school, uh, both internally, but I think most importantly externally, with lots of uh, families coming to open days that we had in the summer. And we had an open day yesterday, which was, which was very, very good. I think staffing, lots of staff uh, moving around, lots of changes, people getting married, having babies, uh, new staff joining us. I think what, what continues to grow there is, is the strength in the teaching body uh, and lots of people doing um, really exciting things with the children. Again, giving them opportunities, uh, enabling them to, I suppose, experience an education that is, I would say, second to none. And I think the reason I would say that is, is the breadth of what we offer. 
the all-inclusiveness of the educational experience uh, and just the excitement and the inspiration that the children get from, from that uh, and, and, and well, all of those experiences. So lots of good things there. Holiday camps, we did lots of holiday camps over the summer, four weeks worth, lots of multi-activities from um, yeah, cooking and, and uh, food tech type activities to sports to uh, languages and uh, 11 plus getting ready for 11 plus readiness if you like. So um, lots and lots of camps and, and activities for the children to take part in over the summer. And this is a brilliant step forward with regards to our enrichment programme and outreach strategy, uh, which is exciting. I need to mention the fact that the footballers all went off to the Netherlands. So that was year five to year eight at the end of the summer, um, playing football, cultural experiences. Uh, I believe they went to centre parks, they went to water parks, doing lots of good things in the, in their free time. So that was a great way, A, to start the football season, but B, to, to engage in, in cultural diversity. And I suppose to finish off, we're, we're just on the cusp now. Uh, of getting uh, some some good news with regards to planning, with regards to our AstroTurf floodlights. So that should be coming through any day now and hopefully they'll be um, erected over the the, uh, the bank holiday and uh, half term orientated around October. I don't think there is a bank holiday in October. But anyway, around the half term, two weeks over the October time there at half term and then grounds and facilities building again. Hopefully we'll get... Uh, planning permission for that over the next couple of days um, and again that will transform the opposite side of the the playing fields where at the moment there's there's a pretty ropey wooden shed type effect that's going to be the latest uh, facility going in there so yeah as you can see it's been a very busy time lots of different things going on uh, but really exciting with regards to not just now but the next few years. It really does seem busy I mean when you talk about all of those things I'm pretty exhausted just from hearing that that whole list and it also strikes me how different the last few months have been compared to this same period but two years ago when clearly life was very very different back then so you know there's, there's lots to be grateful in there as well the fact that you know life in school is is moving on life in school is changing and developing and all of these great things are coming along which is fantastic and of course regarding developments and, and changes there's the the announcement early last year that the school would be expanding to year 11 tell us about that i mean what what's actually happening there behind the scenes that we're seeing lots and lots i mean it's it's a basically it's an everyday element of of my role now you know and i i um, I think I think particularly for our parents would say to them, you know, my focus is absolutely on the now and what we're doing with the children in school um, and developing those opportunities with regards to prep school, pre-prep school uh, and what we do and, and what we've always done. Um, but I think my, my days are getting slightly longer uh, and that's due to the fact that, you know, there are other things coming on board that I, that I have to, to work towards and that the senior school development is, is one of those. I, I think... In all of this, everything I've said today so far, really, um, it's all teamwork and there's lots and lots of people working together to make these things happen and move these things forward successfully. Um, specifically with the senior school, again, over the summer break, uh, lots of work was done there with regards to assessments and people coming to school, looking at various different things. I mentioned earlier the traffic survey, that's all down to what we're doing at the moment and how we can improve uh, how the school functions in that area at the moment, but specifically looking forwards to how we can plan properly, correctly, successfully uh, for increased numbers 
uh, and making that a success and managing that successfully uh, once we've got senior school pupils in and around the the, uh, the estate. I think, you know, uh, much of that is work that we're doing with our building contractor and the partner that we've, we've, we've connected with there. Um, I'm, I'm delighted to say that they are very much focused on the eco build um, and the the carbon zero kind of mindset uh, they they have won awards recently for um, their work in that area specifically orientated around educational establishments and that has inspired us then to work much more closely with organizations that we have already connections with uh, in relation to doing some work with regards to the mansion house, which dates back to the 1700s, and as you can imagine, is not nowhere near as eco-friendly as as a new build would be. Um, so we're working very hard on on those kind of things to make sure, as a school, we're moving forward together, um, and we are very much engaged with with uh, saving our planet and doing the right things at the right times to mm. uh, to galvanise our efforts, not just as a school, but as you know, within the children. Uh, and their mindsets for the next generation to hold what happens to the planet close to their hearts and make mm. the right decisions for generations to come, which is a really important part of our educational section that is tagged on to the main project, which is the build and the development of the school in this way. I think we continue to drive, and I mentioned it slightly earlier with regards to our education for all. And for me, this is a concept that is is really important and really you know close to, to my heart. Um, I think... Experiencing a good quality education ensures, I think, that children grow and develop as into healthier adults. I think my concept is I want those children and those adults to be rounded people with concepts of elements that they've learnt at school that are in many, many different areas of life. Um, I think the key factor for me is, is that all of the children get the same experiences and I think this is something that we're working towards now and that we do successfully in many, many areas. But I think, again, looking towards our senior school, we've done a lot of, of work in regards to the curriculum, in regards to the subject offers that we will, we will have, uh, in regards to the co-curricular, the enrichment programme, again, the outreach programme, um, covering all sorts of different areas that will enable our children to have the opportunity to, to diversify, to create their own school experience, but for that experience to be full and fruitful and meaningful and something that they're able to take forward in relation to not just you know sixth form and, and, and the, the beyond the sort of education of school, but into universities, into their careers in, in that way. So this is something that we've, we've really focused on. It's not all about the buildings. It's not all about uh, what they, they may look like and, and the facilities that are going to be in there. I think the, the experience of the child um, is very much orientated around inspiration from the people that they are with. Uh, the adults that, that inspire them at the front of every classroom and every activity that they do. And actually, the cohesive group of children, the peer group, the cohort that they are in and, and, and around, the beliefs that they hold, the ethos and the culture that they uh, hold dear. Uh, and that in itself, I think, brings with it a real powerful educational environment so still very strong is uh, happiness confidence and achievement still at the core of everything is semper optimum meum our, our, our latin motto which is always my best 
and and they are really key ingredients that will work towards our expansion into year nine, mm-hmm. ten, and eleven when it comes. GCSE options, we've looked at those and we've really started to, to, to diversify there. We've got all of the, the traditional ones, but we're looking at things like business studies, engineering, media studies as something quite different. Um, our 11 plus um, application portal has opened uh, and we've, we're getting lots and lots of families uh, from outside the Hobridge community who are uh, now applying and then filling out those forms. I think probably as, as exciting as that is the numbers that are looking at scholarships. So they've clearly got high level talents in various different areas, uh, which means that the children that we will have in year seven come 2023 will be, again, typically Hobridgian, but made up of lots of different families, lots of different children from different backgrounds, different schools with different strengths and weaknesses, which completes hopefully uh, a full year group uh, that has the the diversity that we we really put great deal of importance on i love that that sounds fantastic we are busy i think we 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 enter an even busier time but that's great we're all ready uh, and the challenges are there in front of us and we we know what we're doing we've got the right people in place uh, to cater for those uh, I'm very lucky to have such a strong team around me and that, that is from the support team through the teachers, marketing, admissions, the bursary team, facilities, everybody. We're all working on this together and it's it's brought us all very, very close. Um, and again, we, uh, we look forward to offering the wonderful opportunity that is being at Hobridge School uh, to many people uh, and, and giving them all, all the best educational experiences we possibly can at this stage in in their in their journey and how are you finding the parents are responding to all all of these plans i mean you know this whole initial concept of going through to year 11 i mean how did they respond to that in the first place and what's the general discussion you know what what's what's the vibe that you're picking up from the parents right now it's a really interesting question and i think you know when, when we first announced there was there was a whole wow this is amazing this is fantastic this is this is going to be great for the school, but both internally and externally. Um, and then I think we've tried to then keep momentum going by giving a little bit more information every couple of months, just to show that a you know lots of things are moving forwards. Um, B to kind of deliver information not only when when we've felt we can say hey you know what we're doing this and this is what it's going to look like, but also I think responding to questions and queries from parents and I think that that's been the greatest thing is we've been inundated with people wanting to know more with the right reasons that we're excited we're as excited as you are I'm not sure they are because I am absolutely over the moon about all of this but they you know they're very excited they want to know more they really want to become part of the future direction and and be able to help and support in that Um, we've set up a we're, we're calling our current year sixes who will go into year seven, who will be the first year seven group that will go through to year 11. We're calling them the pioneering group. And they are going to set the legacy for many, many years of, of children coming through the school in the future. So that that in itself is hugely exciting and a, and a very special, humbling place for them to be in, in regards to, I don't think there are many children out there that could say, you know, we were the year group that went through first in the senior school and set these traditions and worked with the teachers and parents to create what is going to be the future of the school so I think that that's going to be amazing but yeah I think I think you know going back to parents and questions and lots of 
opinions and, and, and really good conversations with regards to not only what's the future going to look like, but A, have you thought of these options? And B, we can help in this kind of way. And, you know, it's it's going to be a really good thing for many future generations. I think even those that uh, in year seven and eight at the moment that aren't going to make, you know, be able to make the most of the senior school, they're interested and parents there are offering to help. So I think in general, it's gone really, really well. Obviously, we need to keep that momentum going. Obviously, we need to be feeding more and more information in to our current parents and obviously parents outside of, of our community. Uh, but I think with that, it, it just gets, you know, gets more and more interesting and more and more exciting the closer we get to key, key dates. OK, so Chris, we've looked at the past, what was happening in the summer term. We've looked at what's happening right now regarding the expansion to year 11. Tell us a little bit about really over the next academic year. I mean, in a nutshell... How do you see things looking by the end of this current academic year? I think, I think when, when we talk about that, that sort of thing, and again, this is where I go back to our focus is very much on the school as it is now and the children that we have here. So it always comes back to having the children at the core of everything we do. So I think all, all that we do and all of the plans for the future, um, it all comes back to the educational provision that is uh, what we provide for our families Uh, right now inspiring our children to become the best version of themselves and equipping them for the for the ever-changing world that that lies ahead Um, I I like and would like each and every child to be happy confident and achieve their very best whilst working within uh, the environment that we have here at school with an attitude orientated around again semper optimum mayhem always my best and I think we we talk about this a lot as a school and the reason we focus so much on those areas is because that that really is what we're here for. You know, it's wonderful to have plans, developments moving forward. It's wonderful to see things moving in a direction that, you know, will help grow the school in, in, in a business sense. But it all comes back to the children, their experiences and the success that we're able to deliver at these foundational eight times with the age of the children as they are, you know, again, it's very humbling, but it's also an extremely special place to be when children are this age and are influenced by everything we say and everything that we do. And I think, again, you know, what what do I dream for this year is that we get all of that right and we inspire, and we get children thinking outside of the box, we get children stretching themselves in ways they never imagined that they could. And in that sense... You know, we, we prepare them for a life of success in the future, how, whatever that might look like. But they are happy and they remain happy throughout all of that. I think secondary to this, you know, we are moving uh, forwards. As I said earlier, numbers are good. Uh, my, my real hope for this year is the school is full by the end of the year um, with numbers that are very, very healthy as we sit here today, but with a business model that's looking for that to be the most effective and I think this is where I probably put that hat on and say, you know, I very much hope that all the hard work and, and all of the effort that is going into lots of different areas pays dividends over the coming year. Um, and that come September 2023, the strategical goals that we've set ourselves um, are recognised in this area. I think finally, and this is probably a, a little bit more widespread, but I think, you know, wishing that everyone good health uh, and happiness to them and all of their families 
during the course of the next 12 months. Um, you know, life is precious and we should never forget that. We have a relatively short time to make an impact on the world around us, something that we talk about with the children a lot. Uh, and with a strong community and much support around us, uh, we can do many good things, uh, not only for the people who are near to us and dear to us, uh, but I think also those that are far away that need our help and support at this time. It's been really good hearing all about this. Chris, we need to bring this episode to a close in a minute, but actually I've got a quick nosy question before we do finish, which is to find out uh, what, it, what kind of things you get up to during a summer holiday. I mean, summer feels like in many ways it was a long time ago. However, on the other hand, you know, we are still, well, we're recording this right at the end of September, actually right on the last day of September. So what kind of things did you get up to during the summer summer break? Did you manage to get away at all? I, I did, yes. So my, my family and I, we, we've, we've got four children um, of, of various different ages. Our eldest is now nearly 22 and our youngest is 13. So you can imagine at the moment we don't, we're not together very much uh, during the course of the average year because obviously two of them are away at university. They both went traveling around Europe this summer. Um, so so it's been it's been a real mixed bag. We, we go away to Cornwall as a family. Um, we did that for two separate weeks this time round. Once all together as a six, which was just a, a, a wonderful time. And the weather was reasonable. So we spent a lot of time outdoors on the beaches. Um, we went on a sea safari and saw otters and uh, dolphins and whales and all sorts of different things. We did a bit of sailing, stroke, paddle boarding, stroke, surfing. We, yeah, we just spent time together chatting. Um, we, we, yeah, do all sorts of different things that you can do in and around Cornwall, which is, is the most beautiful place. Uh, and we enjoy going there a lot. Um, I had a few games of golf with friends, which was brilliant. Uh, caught up with some of my old school friends who I don't get to see that often. Um, most importantly, catching up with the, with the wider family members, so my parents and my wife Zoe's parents and, and uh, her her sisters and their families. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's all of that kind of thing. Unfortunately, not as exciting as jumping out of a plane or doing anything like that. I'm afraid it was a pretty pretty um, average holiday period, but um, it was it was a well earned rest and a break. For a few weeks, and, and again, I think I've said it before, there was lots of work going on with regards to the holiday camps and the, the, the senior school development and just getting ready for the start of a new academic year. So um, that, that was sort of either end, if you like, but in the middle, there was some real quality family time, which... Uh, cherished memories that will last forever well you say it was well earned and, and i'm sure that it was and it must have been amazing to have all six of you together for that time down in cornwall chris has been really good talking to you thank you for giving up your time especially here on a friday lunchtime i really appreciate you being here thank you no problem at all thank you so that was headmaster chris webster coming to us from inside Hobridge school with as he said some beautiful views out of his window chris a big thank you to you for joining us on this episode of the podcast now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.